All right. Hey, Paul. Hey, Fab. What are you doing? Good. A little technical issues this morning. Yes. All good. <laughs> um, how was your weekend? It was yeah, good. Technical issues awesome. Oh, yeah, it was a great weekend. Right. Yeah. Nice. Cool. All right. Let's get into it as uh, we're running you, a little late. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, yeah, it was good. It was a nice day on Saturday. So that was fun. Yesterday, a little more rainy. So a little more uh, staying put. But yeah, it was good. Um, all right, Paul, are you ready for this? Yes, I am. All right. So what is, what if you have to hire somebody what if you have to hire someone uh, during the time, this current time where you most probably can't meet them in person and um, they're actually going to be forced to work from home, most probably, so not even meet their colleagues in person and whatnot. So uh, I guess it's more of a two thing, like how do you hire somebody and how do you onboard them? That's a good question. Um, I think a lot of it is self-explanatory but I think let me let me put it this way I think the reason you're asking that question and the reason people ask themselves that question is they're still not used to the new reality they mm -hmm. still think that to have a relationship you've got to be live in front of someone and as long as you have that prejudice and I call it a prejudice you're going to be stalled in what you're trying to do because honestly mm -hmm. the answer to that question is who cares you're just doing everything on Zoom. You, you onboard them on Zoom. You do everything on Zoom, or I say Zoom because we're using Zoom, but yeah. Teams or whatever virtual platform you're using, just yeah. do everything there. You have them yeah. talk to HR that way. You do the interview that way. You you have your meetings that way. You give them their information that way, or you call them on the phone. But um, as long as you have that prejudice or that 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 limitation. You're going to keep asking yourself, oh, my God, I've got to hire someone and I can't meet them in person. Yeah. Who cares? It's yeah. a new reality, you know, meet right. them virtually. And I know I'm being a little harsh on that one, but I, I like yeah. it. But to me, it's, it's no different. You can check the references. You can have them do work. You can do role play. You can ask them tough questions. You can, you can do everything that you would normally do in a meeting other than have them stand right in front of you and look at their shoes and their belts and <laughs> clothing but you can still read body which language. matters less and less yeah yeah but if you and know, actually if what the I, guys talking well, to you like this hey. well there's that's a good indication of body language you know what i mean uh. if the guys uh, you know if the guys like can't handle the if he can't or the girl can't handle the person can't handle the virtual interaction then yeah you've got a problem sorry you're right I, you you got me off on a rant there. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. No, you're right. And ultimately, your process is the same. I know you You do evaluations. You uh, do in-person interviews. You do phone call interviews. I think you're right. And what I find interesting is that there's actually, for some people, some companies already do this, but for some companies, the opportunity to kind of expand your pool of uh, candidates because uh, it's a good way to test if you can, like to have remote workers. So, uh, you know, let's say your company is based in Montreal, uh, but, and you absolutely want people in the office, which can do right now, well, it actually means you might be able to go get a good employee somewhere outside of the city and further away, somebody you might not have considered initially. Um, yep. Yeah, I think, so I think that's, there's an opportunity, opportunity there to 
you know, improve or move your, your culture forward and, and embrace the remote work uh, for right now, but also for the long term. You know, if I find somebody uh, in Quebec City who's really good, doesn't want to relocate, uh, well, now is the right moment to kind of onboard them and to, to, to make that work. Yes, I, I agree. And I think a big part of, you're, you're right, because physical distance, shouldn't matter shouldn't matter as much as it has in the past you know yeah and i think we're, we're really slow and if i can give you an analogy i you know i studied in communications and this is something that is very common in the adoption of new technology when i studied in communications i remember we had you know mass media and we talked about all these things and we talked about different mediums and when people started filming in the early 1900s they mm -hmm. would film as though it was a theater so they'd put the camera in the place of the human being and it was just like a straight shot and all you'd see is the person on stage. Now, right. as people started getting used to the medium, well, then they started doing angle shots and moving things around. And yeah. then they discovered the practicality and the uses of that medium as such. So right now we're still thinking, we're gonna pretend we're in the same room, but you know, use it differently, share your screen, do things differently. Think of the medium and how it can best serve you rather than thinking of the limitations of not being in the room with someone. And, you know, and when, and even when they started recording, like if you think of early recordings, and that was a technical, technological limitation, but if you listen to recordings from the 20s and the 30s and the 40s, until multi-tracking was invented, they would just stick a mic or several mics out there and they'd record stuff live. Mm -hmm. um, and after that, they figured out, oh, you can record and add things. And, so they learn to use the medium. So it's the same thing. So if today I say, hey, you know, I want to show you my calendar, Fab, uh, or I want to show you, um, here, hold on. I'm just going to do an example here. Oh, I want to show you my calendar. Well, then I can just share. Okay, look, yeah. now we're doing a share mode. So this, yeah. this is this is where you can learn. Oh, I want to show you a video. Well, when you're live mm -hmm. in person, it might be more clunky. But I was doing a Zoom call the other day, and I was showing people videos, and we're sharing the videos, and we can talk. and and there's actually some real benefits to doing it this way. What people yeah. also do, which I think is a really bad mistake, is that there are 10 people in a company in Montreal and there are 10 in Toronto. They'll all cram into a room and have the camera like 75 feet away and they're all there and they're talking and it doesn't go well. <laughs> if you have 10 people in a meeting, make sure they're all sitting at their desk yeah. uh, in the future and on their own camera. So that way everyone can see everything and you've got and, and, and you, can, yeah. you can do it that way. Yeah, the gallery view. Yeah, I agree. Correct. And I, I really like what you said about, you know, not looking at the limitations, but seeing how, what the benefits are. And, you know, I think, you know, I mean, a lot of companies do do a lot of virtual and a lot of remote, uh, you know, like a lot of clients from further away and stuff like that. So a lot of companies are kind of used to this. Uh, but I think a lot of companies can, can, can get used to it. Of Even if my clients are in Montreal, like there's no reason why I can't do 90% virtual and you know when things get back to quote-unquote normal continuing that way and yeah once in a while you might want to do an in-person thing for for whatever reason but um yeah I think there's an opportunity here yeah and, and there's something else too I want to mention because I was talking specifically about this with a client last week mm -hmm. and she has a young daughter at home she's a manager and her husband now is going back to work because he's an essential construction worker. So as of this week, he'll be working, but he'll be home at three. And she's saying, oh, how mm -hmm. am I going to manage it with my daughter? I don't know what to do. She's yeah. at home. I said, listen, 
your workday no longer has to be, you know, seven to four or eight to five. Your workday mm -hmm. can now be six to eight, then 10 to noon, and then four to six. That's yep. Break up those times where you need to be with your kids. Go yep. do those things. But do if, if, you're, if your employees are okay, do your one-on-one -on -one meeting from six to eight. It doesn't mean we expect you to be there from six to eight, but break up your day. Yeah. You know, and, and she was like, oh, I hadn't thought of that. Because in mm -hmm. the old world, when you were physically there somewhere, you had to have working hours because people were congregating yeah. together. But now if it's meetings, well, you know, if you want to do a meeting on a Saturday, work then. If you want, yeah. if you need to be with your daughter from, you know, 10 to 2 on a specific day, well, go be with your daughter from 10 to 2. You know, yeah. if you need to go to a workout class, I think the reality, this new reality can set up collaboration in a very different way. Now, I know a lot of employers right now are going, oh, my God, how am I get control when my people work? Well, if you're controlling the way people work by the hours they're at work, you already have a problem, you know, yeah. unless they're doing a very medial, medial, repetitive job. And I say medial, I don't mean that in a negative way, but if they're doing something where, you know, they're sweeping a floor or, or cleaning. But if it's intellectual work or work that requires um, you know, anything that can be done at different times, you're not calculating it by the amount of time they're doing, you're calculating by the results of what you're getting from it. So you're right. There's some great opportunities in this new way of working that will probably permit you to increase the motivation of your employees, of the future person you're going to hire by giving them the flexibility of being able to work how they have to work in the next little while. You're right. That's awesome. Thanks, Beth. Nothing to add. <laughs> no, I was think a lot of companies will be for. Yeah, I think a lot of companies, just to wrap it up, but like a lot of companies will be forced to, to move forward a bit. I think a lot of companies have already determined this, that flexible schedules and remote work and all that makes sense. A lot of companies were reticent. Um, I think this will show them that, you know, it's, it's, it's doable. And you're right, I think it increases the motivation knowing that, oh, like my, I have a young kid and my kid normally naps at this time and so I need to be available before to be able to put them down um, is, is doable then you're like oh well great you know like there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to do that and you just schedule your your time around that um, I think I hope I hope a lot of companies take this as a as a new way of being as opposed to just a temporary pause yeah I, th I think there's a lot of benefits that can be learned from this you know I've, I've been Personally, I've been trying to go for a two-hour walk every day with my wife. Well, sometimes I take the two-hour walk at noon. Sometimes I, I take the two-hour walk at two, sometimes at 10. Well, I'll tell you that yesterday on Sunday, I worked from uh, two to five. I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. I was there and I did the work I had to do. And, you know, on Saturday, a little bit of work. So people might say, oh, my God, now you're going to work seven days a week. No, it's, it's just to really control your own schedule and slot in work like you slot in the gym like you slot yeah. in lunches like you slot in dinners that way you're in control you know what's going on and you can enjoy your time now if you're yep. someone who needs to take if you're someone who needs the total weekend to decompress that's fine that's your thing hey saturday and sunday don't talk to me yeah. if you're someone who who's really efficient from nine to five that's fine and you don't have kids at home that need your time that's okay mm -hmm. set up your schedule that way but be flexible to your reality don't just yeah. clock in at nine and clock out at five, you know, do whatever, you know, is doing just because you feel it needs to be clocked in that way. Yeah. Be realistic in what you need to do. That's my opinion. But I, I <laughs> honestly, 
and this is not a revelation. This is something I've been saying for a while, but a lot of people are, they hold on to things and they have a hard yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, they're used to seeing that, you know, like my, if I can't see my employees, they're not working. And I think that, uh, you know, I mean, a lot, again, a lot of companies are no longer like that, but uh, the ones that still are uh, need to move forward. I think, you know, we started talking about what if I need to hire somebody and, the reality is if you're if you're still struggling with all of this, um, you know, you're going to have a harder time because more and more companies will be available and open and they'll embrace this as a new reality. And if you're just hoping that things get back to normal so I can get my employees back in the office and just watch what they're doing, uh, it's going to be hard for you to hire somebody. Yeah, I, I agree. And let's be honest, too. If you're if you're a manufacturer of any sort and you need collaboration or, or they need to be in a physical location to build something, it's very different. Yeah. You can't have people working different hours if if if, if the Jane needs right. to make the to continue the process after Jim's put this together. Well, you need to have that coordination. Now, yeah, of course. But you know, for sales or marketing or 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 a lot of accounting, jobs, or HR, uh, accounting, yeah. HR, any office, uh, any office work. Yeah, any exactly any office work or any design work, any creative work. Uh, you know, there, there, there needs to be, and I think those are the companies that are going to strive, the ones that have flexibility and are capable of adjusting to, to what is new normal for now. You know, I think some things will go back to the way they were um, once we're, we're done with this quarantining, but I think a lot of things can be learned and applied to a new reality, which will make things better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you all. Thanks, Ab. Talk to you tomorrow. Talk to you. Thanks again for listening to Paul and I today. Uh, if you're enjoying our sales and marketing podcast, please, please go and review us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen to this show. It would mean a lot. Thank you so much and see you soon.